the lord put a theme in my heart and uh, i think we're going to dwell in the subject for some time now uh, don't know how many weeks but i believe for some time and the theme is supernatural uh, we have a supernatural god yes. supernatural is the natural for him and uh, because we are his children supernatural has to become the new natural for us yeah. it has to if we are just going to grow naturally and you know just just like the world just get promotions as it happens naturally that does not really glorify god the people of the world have to see have to see when god blesses us they have to see the supernatural work of god behind that blessing amen, amen. not so much excitement today but i'm telling you the excitement is going to come as you sit in the word amen so supernatural has to be your lifestyle is not just something that you learn oh that happened in Moses life Abraham's life and you know we read through the word and we clap for these guys i'm telling you this bible is not really about abraham the bible is not really about david the bible is about the supernatural god and if he could do in these lives he can do in your life as well that's why the bible is inviting you to inviting you in a posture asking you to receive from the supernatural abundance that god has for you amen, amen? amen. so this this message not just today you know in the coming weeks that we're listening to this message should challenge us wake us up from complacency wake us up so, from staying content in our natural state you're a supernatural being you are a supernatural being we believe in a supernatural god and so you are a supernatural being do you know that the that the that the biggest miracle that jesus has done in your life is for you to be born again that's why nicodemus was like so so perplexed he was wondering what did jesus mean when he said you have to be born from above born again if you have to experience the kingdom and nicodemus was like how do i get back into my mother's womb he could make sense of it and neither can we how did we get born again only god knows but we did see the thing about supernatural and what i want to talk to you about the thing about what whatever god does is how is not your concern tell somebody else tell somebody who is sitting on your side tell them how is not your concern how is not your concern if you can believe in the what he will take care of the how yes. how is not your concern most christians live a life of unbelief because they are wondering how how is god going to bless me how is god going to promote me how is god going to take me through the circumstances you know your responsibility is to believe that he can do it is to believe in the ability that he has a power and he has a strength and if he has released the word then he has the integrity to deliver you from that you know 
you can only have faith in somebody when you know that they have the ability and the integrity. If just having the ability but they don't have the integrity, you can't trust them. Like a big politician tells you, you know, I'll get you that promotion or I'll get you that job. But if he doesn't have the integrity, you won't be able to trust him. He might have the ability. But somebody who has the integrity but does not have the ability, you can't trust him either. You need to know that the God who calls you, the God who releases the word over your life, has both the ability to do it and the integrity to do it. If he has said it, it will happen. Amen? Amen? Supernatural is the new natural. It has to be the new natural. Guys, it has to be the new natural. Super, you were supernaturally born. You are not born of the flesh. You are born of the spirit. Supernaturally born. Supernaturally has to be the new natural for you. Amen? So, let's not learn just to manage our problems. You know, you're not beneath your circumstances. You're over your circumstances. Amen? Supernatural God is supernaturally born. Supernatural is your new natural. It's the new normal. Amen? You know, these days, in the world, the new normal is, okay, let me not go out there. Let's talk about supernatural. Amen? Uh, the first thing that God created in Genesis chapter 1, he said, let there be light. And there was light. That light was not a natural light. Because every natural light has a natural source. So the sunlight that you see, it comes from the sun. Sun is a source. Every light comes from the source. But this light was not natural. It was supernatural. Because there was no source. So the light came from God. Let there be light and there was light. The first thing that God created was light. And that light was supernatural. Amen supernatural because it's only later that he creates the sun and the moon and you know he creates these natural lights the first thing that God created is supernatural light what do you think the first thing that God creates in you you were created supernaturally amen Genesis chapter 1 verse 2 it says and the earth was without form void and darkness was over the face of the earth right uh, let's read that verse genesis chapter 1 verse 2 the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters the earth was without form void void meaning empty and it was dark say with me without form empty and dark formless empty dark where was the spirit of the lord the Spirit of the Lord was hovering exactly where it is dark, where it is empty, where it is empty. Okay? The Spirit of the Lord is hovering exactly where it is formless, dark, and empty. So any area in your life that is formless, that is dark, that is empty, that is exactly where the Spirit of the Lord is hovering. You don't have to pray, oh, Spirit of God, come. 
will you shine your light i'm telling you the spirit of god is already there before you came every area of your life that is dark that is empty that is formless the spirit of god is already hovering over the face of that area over the face of the deep over the face of the waters amen but here's the thing for the supernatural to work just the spirit of god hovering is not enough i'm giving you the formula for the supernatural for the supernatural to work just having the spirit of god hovering does not work it's not enough it's a combination it's a combination you know it's like when you make tea you need tea leaves water and milk just with tea leaves you can't make tea it's a combination you need the combination in the right uh, portion of ingredients and that's how you make tea similarly for supernatural to work the spirit of god is important but it's not the only requirement amen, amen. do you believe that in your dark empty formless areas of your life the spirit of god is hovering amen the next thing the next thing is was three and then god said then god said for the supernatural to be formed for the supernatural light to be to be created here the spirit of god had to hover and god had to say the word the spirit of god can only work as per the word of god that is released so the two ingredients that you need for the supernatural one is the spirit of god hovering the second one is the word of god that is released amen just think about this any area of your life that you feel empty you feel formless you feel dark any area of your life that is exactly where the spirit of god is the moment you speak god's rima word god's spoken word supernatural light comes in that place amen the formula for supernatural is simple spirit spirit of god hovering and the word of god that is released not the word of god that is read not the word of god that is meditated not the word of god that you are just thinking in your heart it has to be released yeah christians don't have a problem reading the word they have a problem speaking the word not many christians speak the word they don't have a problem speaking the news recession is happening google has laid off so many people stop speaking the news start speaking the word of god if you want to see supernatural working in your life be bold in speaking god's word be bold in speaking god's word do you know something that even before david killed goliath he was speaking boldly he killed goliath by his words first you want to kill goliath kill him by the words speak the word of god the problem with christians is we are not bold enough to speak god's word if you are not bold enough to speak god's word how will you be bold enough to face the giant it takes boldness it takes absolute supernatural courage to stand in front of the giant who is 10 feet tall and to tell him i come against you in the name of the lord 
It's not easy. But it begins by you practicing speaking the word in your private closet. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. Speak God's word. That is preparation. Amen? Amen. If you just wake up on a Sunday and you decide to go to the gym and try to, you know, pump yourself with, I don't, I don't even know what you call them, like dumbbells, muscles are not going to be formed. You need to develop a habit of practice, exercise. It's, it's, it has to become a habit. Amen? So start speaking God's word in your private closet, especially when you're praying. Start speaking God's word. One thing that Paul encouraged Timothy was read the scriptures publicly, meaning read the scriptures out loud. Don't just read the scriptures. Read the scriptures publicly. Make a habit. Train your mouth to speak God's word. Amen? If you've driven a car in Delhi and then someone cuts you, you know, the boldness that comes out of your mouth when you want to just speak your mind, you should have more boldness when you speak the word of God. This is my prayer that every lighthouse person, when they feel angry and they want to just speak their mind, even when they open their mouth, they speak God's word. May God bless you. <laughs> Amen. So what's the combination? You need the Spirit of God hovering. And you need God's word released. Amen. Now, here's the thing. The devil has no power over your life. <laughs> the devil has no power over your life. In fact, I just want to say, the devil has no power. <laughs> Have you seen a mosquito? Mosquito has more power than the devil. Okay? The devil has no power over your life. Say with me, the devil has no power over my life. He has no power. He's absolutely, he has no power. The Bible says Jesus dashed the devil. Fill in the blanks. Jesus dashed the devil. Defeated the devil? No, he didn't defeat the devil. He destroyed the devil. He destroyed the devil. In the olden times when wars were fought, when the king was defeated, they would bring the king and they would cut off their, cut off their thumbs. To symbolize that he can't use the sword again. Devil's thumbs are cut. He has no power. He is like a roaring lion. He is not the roaring lion, by the way. Just saying. He is not the roaring lion. He is like the roaring. Meaning, he will, he will pretend to be the lion. You know, have, have you... Have you seen dogs who bark but don't do anything? You know, they'll, they'll just keep barking to show how, you know, they are, they are strong and they are fierce. But the moment you get out and you, you stand, they run away. That's how the devil is. 
He has no power. The only thing that he can do in your life is, is by deceiving you, by trapping you in your own words. Proverbs 6 verse 2. For you have been ensnared by the words of your mouth. If the devil can trap you in your own words, he can use your words against you. He has no power. The only power he has is to deceive you and to trap you in your own words. Somebody say, oh God, please shut my mouth. Shut my mouth from speaking evil. Amen? That, you know, that's why when, when the Israelites were complaining to Moses against God, you know, when, when the Egyptians were coming and the Red Sea was in front of them, one thing, one wise thing Moses told his people was, I just plead with you, just shut your mouth. That's the best thing you can do. Just shut your mouth. If you can't praise God, the least thing that you can do is shut your mouth. At least don't say anything that the devil can use against you. He uses your own words against you. Amen? So when you wake up in the morning and you feel, ah, Monday blues. You had the thought, don't speak it out. Woke up in the morning and you're having leg pain. Oh, please. Amen. Proverbs 18 verse 20 says, By the fruit of your mouth, your stomach shall be satisfied. By the fruit of your mouth, your stomach shall be satisfied. So if you don't like what you're eating, <laughs> change what you're speaking. If you don't like what you're experiencing in life, change what you are speaking. That's why God told Joshua, he, he, he gave them a success formula. Joshua, you want to be successful in your life? Here's my formula. Joshua 1 verse 8. Do not let the book of the law depart from your mouth. Do not let God's word depart from your mouth. Every time, any time you open your mouth, let the word of God come out of your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you shall find your way, you shall make your way prosperous. God doesn't make your way prosperous. You make your way prosperous. Good news. God doesn't make your way prosperous. You make your way prosperous because he has given you the tools to do it. That's why he says, hey, I give you the power of life and death. I want you to choose life, but I can't do that for you. I can't make that decision for you. You have to choose life. And how do you choose life? By speaking God's word. By staying on God's word. By meditating on God's word. So that even in your subconscious, when the devil tries to choke your throat, you speak God's word. You know, are you... Amen. The formula for the supernatural is Spirit of God, Word of God. Word of God that is spoken. Word of God that is released. In fact, in the Greek, uh, the spoken Word of God, the Greek word is Rima. 
R H E M A, Rima word. The Rima word, when it is spoken, it is bound to bring forth result. Amen. Uh, let me show you a verse. I Isaiah, I didn't prepare for this. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11. Isaiah 55, verse 11. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty. But it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. So every word of God that is spoken through your mouth, it will, it has to accomplish its task. It has to. It does not return empty. It does not return empty. So make sure that you guard your mouth. You keep a watch over your mouth. In fact, the psalmist says, Oh Lord, set a watch over my mouth so that I don't speak anything evil. I don't speak anything wicked. Amen? So when you release God's word over your life, you are, you are giving a direction to the Spirit of God that is hovering over the formless, dark, empty areas of your life to do the thing that the word of God has been released for. Amen? Yes? What's the formula for supernatural? Spirit of God and the Word of God. It's very simple. Spirit of God and the Word of God. Amen? So, now since you know the formula, you should live supernaturally. Supernatural has to become the new natural. There is no circumstances that can come against you that you cannot overcome. Don't ask the Lord, Lord, just deliver me from the circumstances. Ask the Lord, Lord, help me to overcome the circumstances. What's the word that I need for the circumstances so that I can overcome it? What's the word? See, whenever you go through a circumstance, don't simply just pray, Lord, deliver me from it. In fact, pray, Lord, what are you teaching me? How are you revealing yourself to me? What is the word that I need for this season? And the word that he releases over your life for that season, you have to echo it out. You have to confess it again. Because the word of God is a double-edged sword. One side of the sword is the one that God has spoken. The other side gets activated when you speak. So when you hear God's word for that circumstance, you release that word. Amen. That's why, that's why every season we need to balance our spiritual life with prayer and word. Prayer and word. Because it is in prayer that we receive the word that God wants to release us. And it is in the word that we release the word. Amen. Formula for supernatural is the word of God released and the spirit of God hovering. Yes? Now, my question is, how many of you are convinced that you have the spirit of God in you? Because for this to work, you might feel I'm just releasing empty words. If I'm just releasing empty words without the Spirit of God hovering, nothing is going to happen. So for that, you need to be fully assured that you have the Spirit of God within you. You have to be fully assured. It's not like, oh, uh, yeah, maybe someday, Sunday when I go, yeah, I feel the Spirit of God. Other days, not so much. You have to be fully assured that you have the Spirit of God within you. So to give you that assurance, I want you to read Ephesians 1 verse 13. 
Ephesians 1 verse 13. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, was sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. What does this verse say? That the day you heard the gospel, the heard the word of truth, the day you heard the word of truth and you believed in the word of truth, you were sealed with the seal of the Holy Spirit. How many of you have heard the gospel? Oh, online folks, how many of you have heard the gospel? I want to see your hands. Okay, great. How many of you have believed in the gospel? You believe in the gospel. The Bible says, if you've heard the gospel, you believed in the gospel, that's the criteria for your life to be sealed with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Irrespective of what you feel, you might say, oh, but I don't feel, pastor, I don't feel the Holy Spirit. You don't have to feel the Holy Spirit, you have to believe the Holy Spirit. If you believe in God's word over your feeling, over your experience, okay, you're going to be delivered from this lie. The devil wants to convince you that you are unworthy, that you have been disqualified from the spirit of God. He wants to convince you, so he'll bring every tactic he will bring every thought that might might make you think that you're disqualified yeah sunday was good because i went to church and i felt the spirit of god it was amazing to worship him i could lift my hands and i saw god move i felt the presence of god but now on a monday when i'm going to office i don't feel him turn to your neighbor and say you don't have to feel him you have to believe if you feel it's great but you don't have to feel. That's not the criteria. We don't walk by feelings. Okay? So believe in God's word over your experience. Believe in God's word over your feeling. So if you've heard the gospel, have you heard the gospel? Have you believed in the gospel? That means you are sealed with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Romans 10 verse 9 says, When you believe that Jesus was raised from the dead and you confess with your mouth that he is Lord, you shall be saved. So the day you were saved, when you confess that Jesus is Lord, the Holy Spirit has come into your life. Has come into your life. Has come into your life for permanent residence. Not temporary. Say with me, permanent residence. See, seal of the Holy Spirit is, seal is something that cannot be unsealed. If God has sealed, God has to unseal. Seal of the Holy Spirit is permanent residence. You have been sealed Chapa lagya. Mohar lagya. Like there's a stamp of God upon your life, and that's the seal of the Holy Spirit. Can you remove a seal? You know, you, you put a seal on the paper, it's so hard to remove. You have to tear the paper and throw it in the dustbin. That means if the devil has to unseal you, he has to actually destroy you. You understand what I'm saying? He cannot unseal you. He can't do he can't undo what the Lord has done. It's the Lord has put a seal of the Holy Spirit inside of you. There is Christ in you just because you received the gospel. You have to be absolutely assured of this. That in spite of what you're feeling, in spite of what thoughts you're having, the guilty, shameful, uh, evil, wicked, whatever you're going through, I'm telling you the Spirit of God has been sealed over your life. Once and for all. Once and for all. Once and for all. Tell me once and for all. Come on. Ephesians 1 verse 13. Read the next verse. Verse 14. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance? Who is the guarantee? 
Holy Spirit is the guarantee. So when God gave you the Holy Spirit, He gave you the Holy Spirit as the guarantee of your inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of His glory. Now here's my question. Have you acquired, have, have you possessed whatever the Lord has for you? Have you possessed everything? Not yet. We're still getting there. So this verse says, Holy Spirit is a guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it. Meaning until you acquire possession of all that God has for you, you will have the Holy Spirit. It's like, you know, when, when you go for buying a car, you... You tell the person, you know, here's my 50,000 rupees. I'm booking this car. It's an advance money that I'm giving to book this car that in two months time when the car is ready, I'll come and pay you the rest. Now, after two months time, if, even if he changes his mind, that 50,000 is gone. Why? Because that was an advance money, token money. Similarly, God has given you the Holy Spirit as the advance, as the token money saying, I will complete whatever I have started. If I don't complete it, you can have the Holy Spirit. God will not do that. He cannot separate himself from the Spirit. That means what he has said, it will happen. So if he has said it, it will happen. He's given you as a Spirit so that you can be confident in his word that the promise that has come to you is yes and amen. And if he has released over your life, it will come to fruition. Yes. It will come. Amen. amen. Yes. So each one of you, if you heard the gospel, you believed in the gospel, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Amen. You have the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit is not just outside trying to convince you if you believed in the gospel and here's here's the thing if you if you haven't confessed that jesus is lord of your life if you haven't invited him to be the lord of your lives i want to encourage you the day you receive jesus as the lord of your life your life begins to change and his his life becomes your life he comes with power come on see you know you, you know you know something you know something, when the king comes into your life, the king of heaven comes into your life, he does not come alone. He brings with him his entire, you know, majesty, his entire glory. That's why Paul says, you know, the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It is the kingdom of righteousness, peace and joy. That means when the king has come into your life, a kingdom has come into your life and that kingdom is the kingdom of righteousness, peace and joy. Amen? So when you're asking for peace, oh Lord, give me peace, can I tell you something? Peace is not coming externally. Peace is coming from within. You're just activating that the Lord has already blessed you. Oh Lord, give me joy. I'm going through depression. Oh Lord, make me happy. I'm telling you, it's not coming from above. It's not coming externally. It is coming from within. The kingdom of God is within you. Amen. Amen. You already have it. Whatever you're praying for, you already have it. You already have it. You activate it by prayer and by word. 
You activate it. You already have it. Do you know that Paul says in Romans 8, if God did not withhold his own son, if he did not withhold his own son, how will he not give us all things with him? Everybody wants to get to heaven. But can I tell you something? Heaven is bankrupt. You know why? Because the king of heaven took everything with him and has come inside of you. We think that heaven is what is going to deliver us from this place. I'm telling you, what is going to bring deliverance is already inside of you and his name is Jesus. The spirit of Jesus is inside of you. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. You have heaven's reality within you. Release it over your life. Let it come from within. Peace is within you. Let it come. Let it come. Joy is within you. Let it come. That's why Jesus said in John chapter 7, whoever believes in me, streams of living waters will flow. Amen. Amen. Streams has to flow. You know, so you might have the spirit, but if it is not flowing, you'll be like, I don't know, I feel depressed, I feel discouraged, I feel disappointed, I feel chaotic. That is because this thing that you have is not flowing. The moment you start believing, you start praying, it starts flowing. Amen? The assignment of the river is to flow. There's rivers inside of you. It needs to flow. The river of peace, the river of joy, the river of God's righteousness, the river of God's power, authority, it needs to flow. So let it flow. Let it flow. Ah, let it flow. Let it flow. Amen. How do you make it flow? How do you make it flow? You see. Do you believe that the Holy Spirit is within you? That means a supernatural God is within you. Now, for the supernatural of God to overflow in your life, you need to start walking in the purposes of that supernatural God. The biggest hindrance for the Holy Spirit to work in our lives is selfishness. The biggest hindrance, what chokes the Holy Spirit to flow in your life is being self-obsessed. My life, my problems, my parents, my education, my boss, my promotion, my, 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 my. Sheeps only talk about my. Get delivered from selfishness. If you can move from being self-obsessed and if you can flow in the purposes of the kingdom, you'll see the supernatural start working. An old beaten up car, car, an old beaten up car is better, if it is moving, it is better than the one that is the most expensive luxuries that cannot move. Let me say that again. An old beaten up car that can move is better than the best luxurious car that cannot be moved. Wow. 
होली स्पिरिट को ना सजा के मत रखो हमने सजा के रख दिया फॉइस्ट आई डेकोरेट द होली स्पिरिट टुडे हैव टू गो टू चर्च सो लेट मी वेयर द नाइसेस्ट क्लोथ्स एंड जस्ट स्पीक प्रेज लॉर्ड हेलो ब्रदर आई एम गुड but the moment you get out of the church you're like <laughs> you want to experience the power of the holy spirit you want to experience the flow of the holy spirit you have to walk in the purposes of the holy spirit you have to walk in the supernatural purpose that god has for your life if you're going to sit down and be like oh you know what i have my 9 to 5 job and this is so stressful and if that is all that you are concerned about can i tell you you are choking the holy spirit you're choking the holy spirit there are two things that you can do with the holy spirit one is grieve the holy spirit by sinning by a sinful habits the second one is you can quench the holy spirit now everybody understands grieving the holy spirit because you know we've been taught so much about not sinning so you understand that but quenching the holy spirit happens when you don't activate when you don't flow in the holy spirit meaning if you don't use the car and you just keep it in the garage you know the engine is going to die down even when it has the potential so if you if you don't know how to flow in the purpose of the holy spirit even though you have the holy spirit it will it will be quenched you are called for supernatural purpose amen generational blessing is what god has blessed over your life see you have to understand this you know when god called abraham and god told abraham abraham i'm going to make you a blessing to all nations abraham probably just thought yeah maybe just for this time for this generation but when god was saying you are going to be a blessing for all nations he was thinking of you and me He was thinking of Alvin. He was thinking of Jared when he called, when he told Abraham, "Abraham, I'm calling you to be a blessing to all nations." You have no idea the multifaceted wisdom that God has when He releases a word of your life. You're only thinking about this promotion. You're only thinking about this financial state that you need to be delivered from. But God has amazing plans for you, more than you can think. it it'll probably take you eons eons to understand ages to understand the depth of god's plan for your life so when he has come in your life with such supernatural force a supernatural god that is living inside of you we are asking oh god will you deliver me from this headache ungli ka dard be delivered from selfishness I wish I could just lay my hands and pray for each one of you be delivered from selfishness oh be delivered from selfishness mera business mera kaam mera my 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 you know what i'm saying let your life be for the kingdom that's what jesus said in matthew 6:33 seek ye first the come on say it with me seek ye first the kingdom of god and all these things shall be added unto you see god is not against you being blessed god wants you to be blessed more than you can think of you are thinking for 
just getting 30% hike in your salary. God is thinking much beyond that. You have no idea what God's plans are for your life. So he's saying, if you seek first the kingdom, if you prioritize the kingdom, if that becomes the purpose of your life, then all these things shall be added. All these things shall be added. You're not meant to pursue these things. You are meant for these things to be added. They will be added. You pursue the kingdom. You pursue the kingdom. Amen? Everybody is an employee of the kingdom. Full-time employee of the kingdom. Each and every one of us. Amen? Just don't tell your bosses yet. They might think of you as moonlighting. But <laughs> each one of you is a full-time employee of the kingdom. You're part of the kingdom. There's a divine purpose over your life. And the moment you get hold of that and start moving in that purpose, you will see the supernatural power of God, supernatural flow of the Holy Spirit activated in your life, in every sphere of life. Amen. Amen. Oh, man. Hallelujah. When you flow in the purposes of God, you don't even have to worry about groceries at home. For the husbands here. <laughs> Amen. Make a commitment today. That's what I'm asking you. Make a commitment today. Because it's easy. It's easy to say, oh, you, yeah, my eyes are for the kingdom. I give my tithe. I, I, you know, I sow my seed. I am generous. But I'm telling you, that's not enough. That's just the beginning. That's just the beginning. You're still in nursery. Come on, get promoted. Get promoted. Guys, get promoted. There's a much divine purpose over your life where the supernatural God wants you to live supernaturally. Amen? Amen? When you find yourself sick, you know what's the first thing that you should do? Find people who are sick. Instead of praying for yourself, find people who are sick and pray for them. Pray in the name of Jesus. I release supernatural healing. Because this supernatural thing that is working, it is working from in and through you, right? So when you're releasing healing over this person's life who is feeling sick, it has to heal you. It has to heal your body. If you're going through financial circumstances, find people who are going through that financial circumstances. What's the best place? Church is the best place. Church is the best place to pray for one another. Find people. If somebody said in the group that they're sick, use that as an opportunity. Don't just be like, yeah, you know that symbol, that emoji. Don't just do that. Sit and pray. Because once you genuinely sit and pray, you start seeing supernatural work in your life. See, God's heart beats for his children. You're not getting this. God's heart beats for his children. So if he sees one child who is completely dedicated in serving another child, his heart really pours out for him. Do you get it? But if you're just going to sit and complain, oh God, this person is so blah, blah, blah. This person is so irritating, so frustrating. 
take a moment, shut up and pray for that person and be like, God, I bless them. I release, increase upon their lives. I pray that the hand of the Lord will be upon them. I pray that you will promote them. I pray, oh Lord, that the struggle that they're going through, oh Lord, I pray that you will comfort them. When you genuinely start praying for his children, the kingdom starts working in your life. It has to bless you. Do you understand? It has to bless you. Jesus said, if you drink of this living water, it becomes a well of eternal life. We're all satisfied with that well. Because every day we can go and just draw from that well. I need peace, let me just draw. Pray for one hour. For, for what? So that I can have peace. So well of eternal life. I need joy, well of eternal life. You will keep drawing as long as those reasons are selfish. You will keep drawing from that well as long as it is for your personal needs. But the moment you step out for somebody else's need, that well will become river. Don't be satisfied just being drawing from that well of eternal life. I want peace. Lord, give me peace. Lord, give me joy. Lord, give me righteousness. But you move from just having that well, move from letting the river flow in your life. Streams of living waters flow. Amen? Unconsciously, like automatically, unconsciously, you're following the leading of the Holy Spirit by stepping into the purpose of the Holy Spirit. Amen? The, mo the, you know, <laughs> the very moment that you wake up, the morning that you get up, you know, your, your, your eyes should be, Lord, whom can I be a blessing to? I want to follow you. I want to obey you. Whom can I be a blessing to? Whom should I call? Whom should I be an encouragement? Whom, sh whom, can, whom can I pray for, O oh Lord? Look for opportunities to be a blessing. You know, this world is shouting at you. These problems that you face are an opportunity for the glory of God to be revealed. So we, if we like the world, if we listen to the world news and sit like that, oh man, this is so sad. Look at it. Look at those issues as opportunities for glory of God to be revealed. Amen. And who knows? Who knows that God starts using you? The world is crying out. We live in a time where the world is crying out chaos. You stay in your office, you know, office cabin and you will hear your colleagues speaking out stuff. Speaking negative stuff. Speaking, you know, just, just the life is in such a mess. Those are instances where the Holy Spirit is inviting you. Jaren, come. Why don't you speak to that person? Why don't you pray for that person? Release peace over them. And be like, hey, I heard you were saying something. Is everything all right in your family? Use that as an opportunity. Amen? See, I, I know one thing. When, when the Holy Spirit came at the day of Pentecost, and when 120 people received the Holy Spirit, they did not, they did not go for looking for corporate jobs. I need to sow into the kingdom, so I need to find the best corporate job. And I'm not against it, you know. If that's your calling, you need to be there. But what I'm saying is, in spite of what they were doing where they were, they were all preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Now, I don't mean preaching the gospel is just evangelization. I mean preaching the gospel, sharing the word that you have received and you deliver it to people. You're living by the word. Peter and John, you know, just 
just chumma, they are going towards the temple and they see this lame person and they look at them and this lame person, oh, will you give me some gold? And they say, we don't have gold and silver. But what we have is much more gold and silver. I pray that this becomes your lifestyle. Amen? Flow in the supernatural. Flow in the supernatural. Supernatural flows when you start to become a blessing for people and you start, you start pursuing the purposes of God. Amen? My time is up. That was just the introduction. Amen? Come on, say with me. God, deliver me from selfishness. Oh, deliver me from this self-obsession. Deliver me, O oh Lord, from self. Come on, say it with me. Come on, say it with confidence. You want to see the supernatural work, supernatural God manifested in your life? Come on, say it with confidence. Deliver me from self. Oh, deliver me from self. Deliver me from self. Ah. To walk in the purposes of the kingdom. Yes, yes. Come on, take a moment. Take a moment. Take a moment. Take a moment. Come into your lives. Surrender. Just take a moment. Spirit of the Lord is already moving in this place. Every dark, empty, formless areas of your life, the Spirit of God is moving. We're going to release His word so that you'll be delivered from that dark, formless, empty areas of your life. But I want you to say, you know, when you hear God's word, make a commitment. Say, Lord, I make a commitment. This is the commitment that I make. This is the commitment that I make. Whatever that commitment is, it, is, it has to be personal. I can't do that for you. You have to make a personal commitment before the Lord. That I am going to commit my life. I am going to surrender my life for the purposes of the kingdom. Surrender my life for the purposes of the kingdom. Not just on Sundays when I come. But I want to surrender my life for the purposes of the kingdom. I want to be a blessing. Not just to be a blessed pond, but I want to be a blessing. Streams of living waters. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it change the climate of, of my atmosphere. Ah, yes. Come on, come on, come on. Make a commitment. In your own words. In your own words. In your own words. Make a commitment before the Lord. Make a commitment before the Lord. Come on. Come on. Do it boldly. Do it boldly. If you want to boldly pursue the kingdom of God, you need to start speaking boldly. So speak boldly. Come on, come on. Lift, lift your voices high. Lift your voices high. Lift your voices high. Yes. Say they, 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 they. Yes. Lift your voices high. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Ah, your job is to proclaim the gospel. And it is his responsibility to confirm it with signs and wonders. When you start speaking, signs and wonders will accompany the word that you have released. It has to. Because you're not just speaking by your own strength, not by might, not by strength, but by the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord that is being released in your words. So when you release the Word of God, 
it will be confirmed with signs and wonders. Your life, your life will become a sign and wonder. Your life will become for the glory of God. Glory of God will be manifested. Supernatural will become the new natural for you as you step into the purposes of God. Come on, if you believe with me, stand up in your places and say, Lord, I receive it. I receive your supernatural purpose over my life. I receive the supernatural ability over my life. Not to just live selfishly, but to walk in the power, in the authority of the gospel. Come on. Catch, catch, catch the revelation today. Catch it, catch it. It cannot be taught. It can only be caught. Come on, catch it. We receive. We receive. We receive. Deliver us from ourself. Deliver us from self. Deliver us from self-obsession. Deliver us, O Lord. Holy Spirit, come. Come, breathe. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on, come on. Open your mouth, speak in tongues. Open your mouth, give him praise. Give him praise, give him your adoration. Come on, let it flow. Let it flow from the depths of your heart. Let it flow. Don't think, don't just think. Drink, come on, don't just think. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. In Jesus' name, let it flow. Oh, Holy Spirit, come. Flow, 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 flow. Streams of living waters flow. Streams of living waters flow. Streams of living waters. Streams of living waters flow, 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 flow. Flow, flow, flow. Streams are not just limited for your house. It's not just limited for your family. It is not limited. God gives His Spirit without measure. He has given you the Spirit without measure. He has come into your life unlimited. Unlimited Spirit of God. Let it flow. It can flow. Streams are for nations. Streams are for nations. It's not just for India alone. It is for nations. Nations. The entire cosmos will know the word of God. The entire cosmos will experience the goodness of Jesus. Nations. Oh, Holy Spirit, rain. Oh, your name. Is the highest your name is the greatest? Yes, it stands above them all, all thrones and dominions, all thrones and dominions, all power and position. Your name stands above them all, our name. Is the highest your name? Is the greatest your name? Stands the more. All thrones, all thrones, and dominions, all power and position. Your name stands above them all. Your name, your name, your name. 
is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above them all all thrones all thrones and dominions all power and possession your name stands above them all your name your name is the highest your name is the greatest your name stands above them all all thrones all thrones and dominions all power and possession your name stands above them all and the angels cry oh holy all creation cries oh holy you are lifted high oh holy holy forever let your people sing holy to the king of Lifted up, yes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You are lifted high, holy, holy forever. Hear your people sing, holy to the King of Kings. Holy, you will always be holy, holy forever. You know, the Bible says that you are chosen before the foundations of the earth. You are chosen before the foundations of the earth. You were not chosen, just simply, you were not an accident. You were chosen by God's divine purpose. There's God's divine purpose and plan for your life. You are chosen with a purpose. God has an eternal purpose for your life. He has blessed you generationally so that you can fulfill His eternal purpose in your life. He has a great purpose for your life. So I want you to cry out. If you are somebody who is not sure of God's purpose for your life, I want you to cry out because He is somebody who will give you. He is not somebody who will withhold from you, but He will give you clarity. If clarity is what you seek, come on, cry out and say, Lord, I want clarity today. Lord, I want clarity today. Come on. If that's what you seek, come on, cry out. Lord, I want clarity today. If you need a confirmation that you are chosen by God, say that. Say that, whatever you need. Come on, speak it out. This is your time with the Father. 
Come on, let not this time just pass. Let not this time pass. Say, God, don't pass me by. Here I am. I call out to you. King, King, King of Judah. Oh, son of David, look unto me. Oh, we cry unto you. Give us, give us your wisdom. Give us your wisdom. Give us clarity. Let us flow in the purposes of God. Let us flow. Come on, cry out, cry out, cry out. Cry out, cry out. Cry out, cry out, cry out. Cry out, cry out. Oh. Yeah. Ah. Sing, O barren one. If you're somebody who feels barren, lacking purpose in your life, come on, I want to release this word. Sing, O barren one. Sing, O barren one, who did not bear. If you were not fruitful till now, come on, sing. Sing, O barren one, who did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, cry aloud, cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more, say with me, more, will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Ah, fruitfulness is our portion today, O Lord. Your word says, the Lord, that we shall be fruitful even in our old age. We shall be fruitful even in our old age. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon you. Keep us in perfect peace. Right now I speak perfect peace over your children. Perfect peace over your children. For their mind stays on you. They shall never be dry. They shall never, never be fruitless. But they shall be fruitful. They shall be blessed. For their mind is on the word of the Lord. Because their delight is in God's law. Yes. 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 Ah, let it flow. Streams of living waters, let it flow. Let it burst forth. Let it flow. 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 Streams of waters are flowing from your belly. Out of the belly shall flow streams of living waters. It is flowing out of your belly right now. Come on. Let it flow. Let it flow. Don't hold yourself. Let it flow. Let it flow. That stream is not just for yourself. There are streams that are for nations. Nations shall be filled because of the streams of the living waters that flows out of you. It flows out of you. Flows out of you. Yes. Yes. It flows out of you. Ah, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Come on, come on. Don't restrict. Come on. Just let go, guys. Don't restrict. Don't restrict. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow. This is, this is your, this is your father's place. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is absolute freedom. Feel free. Don't restrict. Let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Don't think about what the other person might think. Let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Let it flow, let it flow. Ah, let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. 